Hmm. Oh, tough one. A J. J. Is it journal? Afraid not. Uh, jumper. Keep guessing. Oh, it's not Julian again, is it? Why, yes, it is. Very well done, old chap. There's certainly no flies on you when it comes to a cut-and-thrust game of I Spy. Although you have done Julian three times in a row now, Peter. In my defence, there aren't too many things beginning with J in the room. But it doesn't always have to start with the letter J. Really? The rules must have changed since I last played. Must they always fiddle with the classics? Just looking in your tin, you, you, you could have had uh, Jaffa Cakes or Jelly Babies, Jammy Dodgers even. I do have rather a sweet tooth. Or I'd even have allowed junk mail, that big pile of unopened envelopes sitting on your desk. Well, it's nice to have things to look forward to. Yeah, and it's good to take a break every now and then. I think we've all been working a little too hard recently. I can only agree. Look at last week. On one day alone, I had to call three emergency meetings. And you still can't remember why you called them? Haven't the foggiest. Can't have been too important, otherwise I'm sure we'd have heard something Peter, about... Peter, 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 Heavens, they've come for me, Peter. Why didn't you tell us? Tell you what? I've just had a call from a location manager apologising for the film crew being late. The film crew? Apparently there's a period drama coming to shoot at Plumhouse today. She's saying this all had been okayed last week with a certain Peter Knight. Hold on, hold on. That's my name. I'm sure Peter would have remembered if he'd okayed the arrival Actually, of Actually, now you mention it, I did agree for a large film crew to come and shoot a few scenes of their serial here today. That's why I called those emergency meetings. Thank goodness we got to the bottom of that. Do you even remember what the name of the programme was, Peter? Uh, nothing I'd ever heard of. Something to do with margarine and a country house. Oh my God! You don't mean Buttermere Hall? That's the badger. <laughs> by Ben Cottam and Paul McKenna. Episode 6, Lights, Camera, Pudding. Wait, butter me what? <gasps> butter me a hole! It's the Cumbrian Poldark! Oh, my God, at the end of the second series. When Charlotte didn't come to the chapel. Because she knew she could never marry Lord Rydal. Because she loved the baddie, Josiah Welbeck, who thought he'd won the slate mine <laughs> from Lord Rydal by rigging the game of whist! Oh! But it all got discovered by Peter Crummer, the local blacksmith done good, who is played by Christopher Tennyson, the most beautiful man who ever lived. So it's a TV show, is it? It's the Cumbrian Poldark. I can't help thinking the television industry has been going downhill ever since Dixon of Doc Green. Now there was some real excitement. I imagine this film crew will all want feeding as well, no doubt. Could be a nice bit of business. I better get bacon. I think they'll probably be bringing caterers with them, actually, Maureen. Yes, but their idea of catering is probably bowls of them London salads they have down there. I'm surprised you actually agreed to them coming in the first place, Peter. These aren't any old people we're welcoming into our loving arms, Tom. These are actors. The most noble and exciting of all the professions. Why, but for misfortune, I might have been treading the boards myself. I never knew you wanted to act, Peter. Oh, yes, it was my greatest wish. When I was but a slip of a thing, I was cast in my boarding school's all-male production of Antony and Cleopatra as no less than the Queen of the Nile herself. Well, from the moment I put that dress on, something just clicked. But alas, it was not to be. Mumps was diagnosed and an understudy had to fill my heels. Oh, how I wept in the sanatorium. But why didn't you try again later? Have another bash. Because sadly, as we know well, passion and aptitude are rarely there in equal footing. I would drift to sleep at night, wishing I could unleash my bottom on an enthusiastic audience. A Midsummer Night's Dream was to be the next term's production, you understand? But I knew that in my heart of hearts, I wasn't cut 
out for such a part. You see, I never had the voice. I never had the presence, the gravitas. Well, maybe they'll have a little part for you today, Peter. Well, you never know. They could always need an extra in the background. Do you really think so? There's no harm in asking. Here they come. <laughs> right. Everybody, try and be ultra-helpful today. I'll go and get some food in the oven. I mean, like we said, I'm sure they'll have their own food. Yes, but the proof of the pudding is in the eating. A phrase very often attributed to the great George Pudding himself. It's a little-known fact that the great man frequently got out of paternity disputes by simply eating the birth certificate. He wrote a poem about it once. Uh, Peter, Peter, why don't you mostly just stay in your office today? That'll give me ample time for my vocal warm-ups. Round the ragged rocks, the ragged I think I need to go to the toilet, if that's all right, Tom. Yeah, I told you before, Alan, you really don't need to ask permission. No, I mean, the outside loo's been leaking. I should probably have a look before they get here. Oh, yeah, OK, great. Uh, Julian, um, I guess you should keep a lookout for other members of the public, just in case somebody turns up. You can give them a tour? Tour? Public? Actually, I'm a bit busy, Tom. Sorry. What, really? With what? I, I, well, I've got all these letters to open. Yeah, fine, OK. Well, let's just show this film crew why we're now the best attended museum in the local area. I've never even heard of this Buttermere Hall. Oh, Julian, it's the Cumbrian Poldark. Everyone knows that. I guess I'll open these letters, then. This one seems to be from the electricity people. Is it good news? Uh, oh, dear. I'm afraid it isn't, Peter. Camera truck closer to me. Yeah, closer to me. Look how many people there are. <laughs> All these fancy yeah, trailers. That must be for the stars of the show. Let me just give you a little bit of advice, Tom. As somebody who once met Chris Akabusi when he came to her school to open the new assembly hall, celebrities just want to be treated like normal people, okay? So don't go getting too excited. I learnt that lesson the hard way with Akabusi that day. Hi. Do you do work here? Yes, hi, I'm Tom. And... Great. I'm Harriet, the director. I'm so sorry to interrupt, but we're really pushed for time. Sure. I I'm Emma, by the way. Hi, Emma. Basically, we're running late because all of your neighbours seem to think that the grey flat bits we call roads are actually paths for their cows and sheep, so we could really do with your help getting all the kit out. Chris really does not like to be kept waiting, if you catch my drift. Yeah, of course. Well, when we're happy to help, really, in whatever Chris, way we... as in... Christopher Tennyson. That's right, yeah. Oh, my God, Christopher Tennyson. Is he here now? Where is he? How do I look? Uh, a bit mad, actually. I'm sorry, I just... I've got the bottom of whole calendar, and here's the photo from March, getting out of the lake after he's been for a swim. It's August now, and I just can't bear to turn the page. Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry to interrupt, Harriet. What is it? Uh, the minibus with all the extras is broken down. It overheated while they were waiting for a herd of cows to cross the road. Oh, you're kidding me. They're not going to make it in time. Right, say hello to your new extras. Sorry, do you, do you mean us? Would you mind? They can play a couple in the background. Let's get them into hair and makeup right away. <gasps> I'm going to be in Buttermere Hall with Christopher Tennyson. <gasps> I'm going to be in Buttermere Hall with <clears throat> Can we get her to take it down a notch, please? Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. Chris really doesn't like people bothering him and asking for autographs or anything. Right. Actually, Tony, where is Chris? Well, he's around somewhere, I think. I think he might have gone for a comfort break. Uh, but he did want to have a chat with you again before we go on camera. Oh, what is it this time? He was worrying about his motivation for the scene, I think. Again? His motivation is just us to say the bloody words and then we all get to go home. I won't let you tell him that. Come on, then, you two. Do you want to follow me? <laughs> Tom! 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 Smell my breath. Does it smell okay? Tom! Tom! Your signature, technical bait and showstopper all rolled into one. Knock, knock. Hey, 
Hey, sorry to bother you. I'm with the catering department. I was wondering whether we might be able to store some of our food in here just to stop the flies getting at it. Mm, it's all salads, I bet. Well, don't worry, love. I've got a couple of pies and cakes in the oven. They won't go hungry. Um, there is a salad option, but there's also a trout, pea and chorizo fricassee and this. A portobello, mushroom, spinach and feta lasagna with roast butternut squash. You are hot. So is it all right to just pop them on the side? Yeah, OK. And then for pudding, people can buy some of the lemon drizzle cake I've just stuck in the well, oven. We do have some chai sticky toffee date pudding for afterwards. The crew tend to go for things like that rather than the more basic stuff. Only I've got quite a lot of food in the oven now, so someone's going to have to buy it. So did anyone ask you to make that food? Not specifically, no. If you'd rather I didn't leave the food in here, I can just keep it outside. Oh, no, don't you worry. Bring it all in here, love. Maureen will keep an eye on it. Maybe we could just call this electricity company and explain that they needn't worry. We will be sending them some money soon. It's just that we don't have any at the moment. I'm sure they're reasonable chaps. Yes, it's just that we haven't paid them in some time now, Peter. What happened to our electricity budget? We moved most of it over to our fixing the roof budget, and that got stolen. The rest went on sweets and biscuits for your tin. I do have a sweet tooth. But, Peter, they're going to cut us off on Friday. I just don't believe it! I know. Tom and Emma are outside trying on costumes. What about old Peter? Must I always be a backstage boy? It looks like my relaxed attitude isn't going to get me anywhere in this biz. It's time to put myself out there. But what do I do about the electricity, Peter? I'll leave that in your very capable hands, Julian. More dramatic adventures are afoot. I guess I could give him a quick call. And the straight bit's connected to the... Bent bit and the brass bit connected to the other brass bit. So, sorry, won't be long. Hello, it's Christopher Tennyson out here. Yes, it's Alan Walsh in here. No, sorry, sorry, did you hear me? I said it's Christopher Tennyson. Our portaloos aren't here yet. I've been told to use this old thing. Yes, I heard you. Alan Walsh. I don't think we've met. Right, I, I really don't want to be like this, but I'm quite important. So is this cistern downpipe. If it's not fettled properly, it'll keep dripping on your head. Just give me two ticks. Come on, mate. That's it. That's a job well done. Hello. Finally, I thought I was going to have to call my agent. What, news there, toilet? No, I no, I meant... Uh, I'm... Actually, quite vital to this whole production. I really don't have time to be kept waiting. You did say who you are, but I'm very sorry. I've gone blank. Christopher Tennyson. Yes, I'm none the wiser. You genuinely don't know who I am? No, I haven't the foggiest. But, um... Christopher, let me give you a little bit of advice. People really don't give me advice. Ah, then you'll definitely be after some. Don't always be in such a hurry. There's no rush. Problems will pop up in your way, but as long as you stay calm and tackle them one by one, you'll get there in the end. Today, I fixed a dripping cistern. Tomorrow, it might be repairing a cracked sink splashback or planing a door that's fouling on a floor, painting a wall, painting a window, painting a skirting board. There's no need to do them jobs with anything other than a smile on your face. If you put your arms out in the morning and don't feel the wood of a coffin lid, fantastic. Anything extra is a bonus. What, what do they call you here? Alan. No, I mean at the uh, museum. Caretaker, I suppose, but uh, I've never been one for flashy titles. Do you know, you actually remind me of me, Alan. 
Really? Well, not the actual me. I'm a very successful actor. But Peter Crummock, the character that I'm playing in Buttermere Hall, he's a he's a salt-of-the-earth, naively profound blacksmith. I don't think I'd like to be shoeing horses all day. I don't even enjoy putting my own shoes on. Well, I've always struggled with the motivation for the character, just because I didn't believe anybody like that really existed, you know, taking joy from such a dull sort of existence. But... Perhaps it's worth us having a bit more of a chat. I'm not really one for chats, me. I'm the kind of man who just likes to let my work do the talking. So when I fix the septic tank, I like to think it said, good job, Alan. That's much nicer for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you get this stuff from? I could kiss you. Please don't. Mr Knight said that once at our Christmas party, and I actually shut myself in the boot of my car. Tell me, Alan, what do you want? What does somebody like you want more than anything in the world. Mm, That's a tricky one. Oh, yes, yes. I'd like a new spade. The handle on mine's broke. It's just like a big trowel now. It's no good at all. You always need the right tool for the right job. Oh, hold on. I'm going to have to start writing this down. Right tool. Right tool. Right job. Right job. Alan. Okay, and I think here will be nice. Get some of the house in. Can we cheat that urn into shot? And Adam, uh, yeah. um, I'd like two cameras on this. One on roving singles. Excuse me, excuse me. I'm looking for the man in charge. Uh, excuse me, I'm the woman in charge. What's the problem? Now, listen here. I am the curator of this museum, and I'm utterly outraged, nay, incensed, at the idea of you blundering in here. Yes, with my permission, admittedly, but then pointing your golden finger willy-nilly at whoever you deem fit to be on the silver screen, Um, not giving any consideration to their past achievements, their aptitude, their breathing technique, and whether they've done the minimal vocal warm-ups needed truly to project and enunciate even the most basic... Sorry, I'm actually in a bit of a rush. What is it that you want? I'd like to appear in your film. Fine. Can somebody take the gentleman to costume and makeup? Um, Let's get him in the background somewhere. Okay. Actually, he can be the gardener who offers Chris the apple. I think there's a line. Can someone check that? Oh, Peter Knight, for you, like Ethel Merman, before you. Everything's coming up roses for you. Just turn a bit to the left. Sure, sorry. Getting her hair and makeup done like a right pair of film stars. It's crazy, isn't it? Although I'm not sure I'll ever quite be leading man material. Oh, I don't know. You seem to scrub up all right. <laughs> well, you know, you look very nice as well. I should hope so. Did you see how much makeup she put on me? I started to take it a bit personally when they used the whole tub of concealer. I don't think you need any makeup at all. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Christopher Dennison's just walked in. Mm. Is that him? Mm. Really, I thought he was supposed to be handsome. Oh, he's gorgeous. Well, I can't really see it myself. He's coming past us. Just keep it cool, Tom, and don't say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I think you're amazing. Sorry? I, um, I, 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 I just think you're great. Right, thanks. I'm Tom, this is Emma. I'm Tom. I'm Emma. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to be that guy or anything, but I'd actually prefer it if we didn't talk too much. Just because I'm currently in the process of trying to ingest some interesting ideas I organically picked up from a local workman, and I'd like some quiet time to think about how I can try and take some of the essence of that naive working-class attitude and apply it to a character that up until this point has been really lacking any form of believable motivation. Once I met Chris Hagabusi, and I was so excited that milk came out of my nose... Right. Chris, here you are. The horse guys want a word with you before they mic you up. I'm going to show you how to dismount at the top of the scene. Yeah, I, I've had some thoughts about my character. I think we need to discuss. Again? Okay, let's have a chat in a minute. 
In the meantime, you two need to get out on set pronto. We're already a bit behind, and we need to get you on camera for the kissing scene. The kissing scene? Yeah, you're playing a couple who are kissing as Chris's character arrives. Did nobody say anything? Is that, is that going to be a problem? No, absolutely no problem with that at all, is there, Emma? Uh, well... It's great. So, no, we're, we're happy to help you out in any way that we can. Great. Uh, when are we having that chat, Harriet? Oh, yeah, don't worry, Chris, I won't forget. We're going to have to kiss. Oh, dear, believe me, Emma, I am not happy about this either. Excuse me, are you Christopher Tennyson? No, I don't do autographs, I'm sorry. I am Peter Knight, curator of Plum House. You always dress like that? Ah, you must be referring to this leather apron and cloth cap combo. Well, in addition to being curator here, I'm also an actor. Another one of my many hats. I mean, I know I'm wearing this cloth cap, but I mean hats more figure. I am actually quite busy, Peter. Yes, uh, well, this is what I'm trying to say, if you let me get a word in. I, too, am preparing for a scene with you, as it happens, and I don't want you showing me up. Okay. Quick rehearsal. It says in the script, you dismount your horse and I'm the gardener. And I hold this apple out to you and I say, a ripe apple for you, sir. And you take it, so let's try that now. Sorry, you want me to... A ripe apple for you, sir! Sorry, no, um, probably more. A ripe apple for you, sir! Actually, just let me try something. Um, This is why we rehearse. A ripe apple for you, sir... Do you have any idea who I am? No, 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 don't speak, don't speak, don't speak. You've no line here. And hold my gaze, and hold it, and hold it. It's the eyes, the eyes have it. Hold it. And take the apple. I'm Eve, you're Adam. I'm nude, you're captivated. Take it, take it, bite into the flesh. Was there ever an apple so rubicund, so delicious to the taste? Tony, I don't have time for this. You're giving me very little to work with here. I don't want to say that was lifeless, but... Are there no professionals left in the theatre? Your call matters to us. You could have fooled me. One of our operators will be with you shortly. Ah, hello. Uh, my name's Julian, uh, and... No, oh, for goodness... Oh, God, I've got a good mind to come down We're Renogen. How can we help you today? A person? Am I speaking to a real person now? Are you, are you, are you real? Yes, I'm real. Oh. I'm Kelly, and I'm part of Energen's Connecting You team. What can I help you with? I'm ringing about account 8011664. OK, and you're the bill payer, are you? Would I ring if I wasn't? And what's your password? I'm sorry? The password that was originally given when you were setting up the account by, uh, Mr P Knight. Peter? Oh, God, it could be anything. I'm going to need that password to continue with the Wait, wait, let me, let me think. Uh, is it uh, Plum? No. Plums? With an S? It's not anything to do with plums. I don't believe this. 50 minutes I've been on the call. Now you're telling me that I... I'm afraid that if you don't know the password, sir, I can't... Wait, wait, hold on. Is it, is it pudding? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Get in there! God, I'm good. I presume you're ringing about the impending disconnection because ideally you would need to speak to our disconnecting you team about that. No, look, you've got to understand that we are a small rural museum dedicated to George Pudding. That type of dessert. Oh, forget it. Look, all you need to know is that this year hasn't been great. I I mean, I, I say this year, but... I mean, the past few years, we, we, we operate in a, in a very difficult climate. It rains a lot, it's nearly always cold and dark, so we do use our fair share of electricity, even if we don't have quite the money to pay for it. But I'm, I'm ringing to tell you that we, we will pay it. And well, what, what's not great about this is that we get a letter this morning telling us that we're getting disconnected on Friday. All I can see here 
series looking at my monitor. It, oh, sorry, when did you say you were being disconnected? Well, we, we don't want to be disconnected, but uh, uh, Friday, apparently. Oh, dear, it looks like we might have made a mistake. Oh, really? Oh, that is good news. I knew you wouldn't have According to this, it looks like we ought to be cutting you off today. Thanks so much for bringing this to our attention. You can't do that. Right, I... I wish to make a complaint. I can put you through to our complaints department. You are a, a robot. This is Kafkaesque. Have a nice day. Hello, I just wanted to pick up those trays of food. The... Hold on. Oh, heck. Look what's happened. They're... Why are they soaked in water? All the food's ruined. I think what must have happened is you've left everything under that drip in the ceiling. What drip in the ceiling? Oh, it's stopped now. But it hasn't even been raining. These things just happen sometimes, love. But on the bright side, I did manage to finish doing all my own baking. So we might be able to save your blushes and just serve that instead. What, a couple of old pies and a lemon drizzle cake? Do you have any better ideas? No, I guess that'll have to do. Great, that'll be £52.90, please. OK, I, I see what you mean, but Alan made a lovely suggestion. After I get off the horse, I walk along this wall, I just pop my hand out like that. I just keep checking that none of the stones are loose. That's what Alan does when he gets out of his car. Sorry, Chris, that's the third time you've mentioned him now. Who is this Alan? Is he some sort of advisor? Well, I suppose you could call him that. OK, well, I want you to do whatever feels natural and whatever makes you happy. <laughs> that's what Alan would say. <laughs> Fine. So you arrive at the house, get off your horse, pass the other guests who are arriving, take the apple from the gardener, a bite of it, and then into the house. Now, what about maybe halfway through, just a, a glance up at the slates on the roof, check they're all level. An Alan idea? I'm so glad we're on the same page. A standing by to turn over in five minutes, please. Christopher's probably having a word with the director now and seeing if he can kiss me instead. We should probably keep to the scene very much as they wanted it done. Yeah, it's a bit windy, mate. This is mad, isn't it? How do you mean? All these people at Plum House rushing about, filming, you and me, dressed like this, about to have a kiss. <laughs> Not what you thought would happen when you came to work at Plum House. Not really. When I came for my interview, Peter thought I was a burglar and locked me in a cupboard. Then Julian lost the key for the cupboard. Alan had to get me out with a crowbar. Oh. By then, I'd missed the train home, so I ended up staying. I'm not sure they even intended to give me a job, but since you've been here, it's been great. Nothing like this would have happened before. You're very kind. Wish I could get the guys here to appreciate you more. I mean, I appreciate you, obviously. I actually think an awful lot of you, Emma. <clears throat> what I'm trying to say... A right apple for you, sir. Peter. Pick from the garden with this whole livery hand of mine. Not much good to me, this other hand, Governor. Crimea, a Russian ran a bayonet clean through it. Not been the same since it ain't. You know, sometimes when I close my eyes, I'm back at Balaclava. Are you OK, Peter? I'm rehearsing my lines. God, they've given you that much to say. I'm riffing around it a little. I've now decided that my character's a cockney, raised in a poor house near Whitechapel. Maybe best to stick to your own accent, Peter. OK, can we make sure everyone's at starting positions, please? So when I walk past that water butt, I could dip my fingers in, just wash my face a bit. Oh, there isn't time for you to do that, Chris. You need to meet Alan. When you two are quite finished. Uh, sorry, who are you? What do you want? Maureen Longstaff, chief caterer. Where's this food need put in? Oh, right, sorry. Is this the old prop food I say we needed for the horse's trough, yes? Oh, that looks disgusting. It's perfect. I beg your pardon? Just chuck it in the trough. That'll look great on camera. You've got some brass neck. Wait a minute. If I put my food in there, will it be on the telly? Yes. All right, then. There's not many folk can say they've had their food on the telly. And you lot can always help yourself afterwards to anything the horse leaves. Peter. Peter tonight. Yes, I'm a little concerned that Tennyson and I haven't rehearsed enough. You see, I give him this ripe apple. But I'm thinking now I'd want you to keep the apple. That would make sense. 
You probably pity me. After all, you see, I'm playing him very much as this Crimean War veteran who came back to find his wife and daughter dead from diphtheria. Can you play him as a gardener who gives Chris an apple? And Chris, can you play it as a man who eats the apple? Okay. Mm, but would we be like that? Exactly. You didn't make much of an impression before, Tennyson, but I can see there's an acting brain in there somewhere. I mean, you're no Edith Evans, but... Right, everyone in positions ready for a take. Stand by to turn over. Quiet, please. Turn over. Sound. Speed. And action! Oh, oh. What's happened now? I'm afraid we've been cut off. I did my best, but, yeah, we have no power. Oh, must fortune's wheel always cast me down just as I'm on the verge of acting? Tom, I'm still going to be in shot with Christopher Tennyson, aren't I? Be a shame if our kiss didn't make it. Where's our backup generator? He's stuck with the extras, I'm afraid, boss. Hello. Can I be of any assistance? Are you a miracle worker? That's Alan. And yes, I, I think he just might be. It's arrived. They've sent us a copy of the episode. Brilliant. God, I hope it's OK. Well, we have Alan to thank. Yes, if you hadn't have stepped in with that generator, Alan, I think civil war would have brought out. Hey, you don't need to thank me. I got a new spade out of it in the end. That nice Christopher lad sent it to me as a gift. Really? The only thing that's a little bit puzzling is that he's written his name on it. Maybe he was going to keep it for his own garden. I could always have it, Alan, if it's not right. Maureen, where's our Betamax machine and television cabinet? Oh, you can watch it on my laptop, Peter. Steady on, old chap. Bit low on battery. Best plugger in. Uh, right. right. May I present to you... Ladies and gentlemen, the screen debut of Plum House. No, no, correction, Tom. We were in a film once before. An Italian film. It was mucky, Tom. Signor Pavese was not entirely honest about the kind of film he was making. It was, yes, something approaching a pornograph. This is what comes from doing deals in the back of limousines late at night. I think we have a copy somewhere, Tom, if you'd like me uh, to... Right, uh, anyway, so, well, may I present the first family-friendly Plum House feature, starring its current staff. With food by Maureen. Shh, it's starting. This is exciting, isn't it? Oh, Christopher. He's an accomplished horse rider, isn't he? Well, we worked out he'd been in the Crimea, too. And here's Tom and Emma. Hello. Enjoying that a bit, eh, Tommy? Um, It's acting, Julian, actually, so... And that's great acting from Emma as well, sort of pretending to look at Christopher while kissing me. There it is! That's my food in the trough! It tasted delicious, Maureen, that shepherd's pie. It was very moist. That might have been the horse dribbling over it. Shh, 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 shh. Here I am. Ripe apple for you, sir. Yay! Is that it? Where's all my dialogue gone? I've been cut... All that bit about meeting Florence Nightingale? Gone! You were great, Peter. You've stolen the show. Oh, that's very kind. Oh, no. Power's gone. Julian! Oh, I thought we paid. I'll get the generator. Don't go thinking every time you put the generator on you get a new spade. You don't. Actually, chaps, nice as it was to see the fruits of our labours, I have another idea. We've been working really rather too hard of late, so I suggest, nay, insist on a grand group outing to the pub. Hooray! But let me just say now, I want everyone in tomorrow, 9am sharp, for an emergency meeting. Not again. Right-o. What about this time? Do you know, I can't for the life of me remember, but I'm sure it's nothing to worry about. Come on, to the public house. Mine's a sherry. Plumhouse 
was written by Ben Cottam and Paul McKenna. It starred Simon Callow, Jane Horrocks and Miles Jopp, with Tom Bell, Piers Quigley and Louise Ford. Christopher Tennyson was played by Darren Boyd. Harriet, Karina Fernandez, Tony, Rob Jarvis and Julie, Tyler Zuki. Plumhouse was script edited by Sarah Cartwright and directed by Paul Schlesinger. It was a hat-trick production for the BBC.